Welcome. We thank you for listening with us today. We ask that you please stow away and secure all important items. There are no emergency exits. So, just sit back, relax, fasten your earbuds, and enjoy. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny to Informing. Welcome to another episode of Funny to Informing, episode number 128. Yeah. Damn it, I was trying to jinx you. You can't do that. I always want to say one two eight and you always want to say 100 and like you want to say the whole thing yeah and I yeah, just yeah. Wanna, like so. phonetically yeah, fuck i ruined it let's start over uh, <laughs> and we're back wait we weren't on break mm, no I'm, and welcome uh, in i'm john that's chris pizza peisenberg coleman and, and uh, our show is uh, mainly about like finding the joke first but having bits of information and fun facts yeah we do some uh, personal stories talk about the local scene a bit uh, we sometimes do interviews, occasional interviews too, and uh, like kind of like the episode that we have before us. Um, we talked to Tuttle. Uh, he's been in the radio game for over twenty years now. Patrick Tuttle Fowler, as I like to call him. Give him his whole name. You know, you call me Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. That's true. Cause, I mean, yeah, because I, I, people know him as, they do know him as Tuttle, but he has a real name also, so we'll give him his real name. That way people can find him. Yeah, he's from, like, uh, like the Bubba Radio Network, uh, the Monsters in the Morning. He was an intern over there. Yeah, um, Drew Garabo show. Yeah, helped worked with, with that. Worked with SBK for a little while. The guy's been, he's had his hands on everything. I, he's uh, like the Weinstein of radio. Wait, no, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's not at all like the Weinstein of anything. But, uh, yeah, he's been all over the place. He's been around the block, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, and I'll be damned if he, he doesn't work hard at what he does. Um, but that that'll be like yeah, later on. Um, yeah, and we have like a great interview with him. But uh, we haven't seen each other for quite some time now. Yeah, John was out of town. I was doing what I always do: working, boring, blah blah blah. Yeah, I John went had to, a great time. I went to like Vegas for a few days, and then I ended up going to Utah. Uh, to hike a little bit. Utah, Utah, yeah. <laughs> Murtaugh, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, and I, um, I mean, it was a fun. My knees kind of hurt. You're too fun. old for this shit, old man. Yeah, it you was. Bitch fun. about your fucking knees all day. This guy's 27. Every time he gets up, he's like, ooh, ooh, my knees. And then we forgot something at the car when we did this interview with Tuttle, and he was like, I was like. He was, oh, it's in the car? And I was like, I'll go back and get it. Oh, thank God, because I didn't want to wash. Like, <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, I'll, it, I'll clank my 40-year-old bones on over to the car for you, John. If anybody hears me, like, grunt or something, it's just because, like, I'm moving my leg position. <laughs> like, it's a, like, oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so it does, uh, it, they do hurt a little bit, but I was doing, like, miles per day. There was one hike I did. It was, like, six or six and a half miles uh, in the snow. Really? Yeah, it was uphill both ways. <laughs> it was. Uh, it and was. Then we didn't brutal. have computers when we got there. Yeah. So I mean, that's why I think my knees hurt for the most part, and I'm hoping it's like it, it's something that can heal up, yeah. or if it's one of those things where like the more I walk on it, the more I'm like flaming it up. <laughs> no, you're fine, dude. You're 27 years old. You're fine. You're you're fucking yeah. You're gonna rejuvenate, recuperate. All of that shit, you're gonna be just fine. Yeah, and um, it's purely temporary. Well, and I'm like, I want to go into full detail about the trip that I had, and I, you know, I feel like I almost died uh, one or two times. Oh yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Tell the story. Where can we hear those stories? Yeah, that's what I, I was gonna say. Um, that's gonna be a Patreon episode. Oh, Patreon.com/slash FTI, and uh, it, it's like pretty much gonna be a mixture of that and uh, how our event went. Yeah, uh, the scootaloo. Yeah, scoot-a-loo. Gonna, yeah, electric scootaloo. 
Yeah. It, which actually, yeah, as we sit and record this, we're uh, kind of prepping for that. That's tomorrow. It's a busy weekend for us between interviewing Tuttle today, the OCSC match. Uh, we'll talk about that on the next episode. We'll start up our OCSC coverage week to week. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, our, our fucking meetup tomorrow at, uh, t- at 2 o'clock. By the time you guys hear this, we have already done it. We had a great time. Thanks for everybody for joining <laughs> us. Yeah. Hopefully. That's Except for you, asshole, who started that fight. We know who you are. You know who you are. Yeah. Ho- you ho- know who you are. Hopefully that's the it's case. probably me, and I'm probably telling Chico to fuck off. <laughs> yeah I, I mean i'm i'm excited for it but at the same time yeah like this will already have been out before yeah. and the event would have already have Ooh, happened on a yeah on a timeline this is a weird thing it's a real yeah. mind fuck i really hate the the whole podcast timeline thing right it's hard to explain but, it's uh, it's annoying yeah um but uh yeah so we have an interview with tuttle here um you know uh and i you know thought we had a great time yeah good almost hour sitting down with tuttle Quite, and he would have kept going as well like he was ready to keep going when we wrapped it up Quite the drive, uh, you know. Yeah. We, we went to him out in the middle of uh, Nowheresville, Florida. Like I said, there, uh, really as close as you can get to the Volusia Brevard County line down there. Well, and you know better, um, you know about him and the things that he's gotten into more than I do. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I moved here. Fan. I moved here in two thousand six, so I really don't have that much of an idea. Especially when he goes back in his career, as far as like what ninety eight, ninety eight, ninety nine, something said. like that. Yeah, I was like Jeez. graduating high school. If I was still in high school, then I would have been graduating. But uh, yeah, uh, that the dude's had a long fucking career, and uh, like I said, long time listener, first time interviewer. I uh, I must say he looks good. Uh, you know, like he looks like he's doing well right now. I mean, I mean he's no Eric Morris, but <laughs> callback. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> another interview. Well, we but interviewed him. Is that he, his name? Did yeah. I remember his name right? Oh yeah. I'm so glad I got it right. How can it's you forget my that? Memory. Yeah, you I can't know. forget that. I know. I close my eyes. I see him. He was. Yeah. <laughs> but Tuttle does look a good for a 40 year old man. You know the joke. I think he said it on the on the interview. Uh, he looks like a kid with wrinkles. <laughs> he, he definitely <laughs> does. He does. He does. For yeah. a guy with the, you know, he's had some ups and downs in his life, and he's uh, done some crazy stunts, and he details some of those on the interview. For a guy who's lived kind of as hard as he's lived at times here and there, he, uh, yeah, he could get it from John. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. And John was like eight out of ten would bang. Yeah, and I, I mean, I was talking about our next Patreon episode. Uh, you know what we're going to be having on that with my vacation and the event that we just did and the yep. coverage. Yep. But uh, and I think a Patreon episode in March is going. We're going to get uh, reconnect with Tuttle again. And get kind of deep down on some of the stuff. This was a cursory interview where we just kind of talk about his history and a little bit about what he's doing and stuff. Uh, but we want to get deeper. And he challenged us to challenge him. Exactly. Yeah. So And he agreed to do another Patreon show with us. So, yeah, so we, I mean, we put we, that up there and get real. We real, de- real. We definitely scratched the surface. Um, uh, you know, and we got to, you know, answer a few things that, um, you know, some of the listeners, we did listener questions. Absolutely. You guys gave us good questions too. Thank you. Shout out to you guys. Anything that we, you know, or may or may not have been wondering about Tuttle, like he was still, you know, open to answer really anything. What's your pants size? Fuck. Who's your daddy and what's he do? I meant to ask him all this shit. I totally yeah. forgot. He's the type of guy, if you ask him for his social security, he might just tell you to not give a shit. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, oops, I gave you nine digits I, instead of 11. Well, you'll never figure out those last two. Good luck. <laughs> that's There's only a, so many combinations. That's like a tease yeah, right? at that point. Oh, my gosh. Um, but I really... Um, I don't think that there's really much else to to get to before uh, you know doing this interview. Oh, uh, did you hear? Oh wait, don't have those. No, we don't. We're not going <laughs> to no, do did you hear? It's not a episode. normal show. This is an interview show. Yeah, and I wanted to kind of uh, have it feature Tuttle exclusively. I mean, he was uh, real cool. I, I mean, think that was, people were excited to hear that he was coming on. Uh, I know before we got him, 
Um, well, actually, ironically, while we were talking to him about coming on, because I, I will say this, we tried to reach out to this guy and get him on early, and we would have gotten him on, but we had to push it back uh, one week because of my work schedule, the next week because John was out of town, and by the time we got him, we weren't the first, so to speak, in our group to get him. He's been kind of doing a podcast tour, and we like to try to get on people quickly uh, before they're, you know, do, toured out, so to speak, toured with a T, not hoard, and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and we try to get on him early, and uh, and we did get with this one early, uh, but we would have had him so much sooner, but I think people were excited, and, and before we even got him, one of my buddies was like, uh, oh, you should try to get Tuttle, and I was like, huh, yeah. hold your breath, because uh, that's coming soon. And then it was like, yeah, like, what are the odds? And I mean, he, um, yeah, he was real cordial with us, I mean, because that was the first time either of us had met him, so yeah, I- listened to that guy for years and years and years, and I knew I could have picked him out of a crowd, because I've seen him a bunch of times on the internet and stuff, but I've never, never met him yeah it was a it was definitely a, a pleasure and, and I was, then he uh yeah we gotta fuck oh well he's gonna be sharing the video hopefully you guys can see this well, hopefully by the time we post this i hope we have a copy of the video but he took a video and i posted it live on my uh on my instagram but it goes away after 24 hours which i fucking hate and there's no way to save it that's but so annoying it is dumb so and i'm never so i'll never do that again from now on i'll just take a video with my phone and then post it to wherever i want to post it he was smart enough to do that and he's gonna post that on his page but he took video of uh, of John, uh, first John, uh, and then myself learning to throw a cast net into the water because he lives right on the water down there in the butthole of Volusia. Yeah, that, I mean, it was fun. It was harder than I thought, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I knew there was some weird technique to it because I've seen dudes do it before and I've heard that it is difficult to do, but uh, I'd never done it before. So after I saw you fail a bunch of times, I was like, I can definitely do better. Well, I mean... Because, <laughs> I mean, in your, in your defense, you got to go up first and look dumb because you had no clue what you were doing. Was, I, I, by the time... Like, yeah. I watched you try three times. I was like, well, I know exactly what to do. I saw John learn it. I loosened the cap for you yeah. because you got to hear got the to directions yeah. over and over, over and over again. But yeah. yeah, so Tuttle took a video of that. Hopefully we can get a copy of it. We'll put it on our page for you guys. Us yeah, looking stupid. It was uh, it was cool to spend some time with him after after the interview. Um, you know, I'm and I, he's a great guy in my book. I uh, and then his neighbor he, is a news junkie listener. We were on our way out the door, and that guy was like, "Oh yeah, I listened. It's so cool, right?" Oh like, yeah, Howard. Yeah, Howard. Dude named Howard. Yeah, shout out to Howard if you find this show and listen. Daddy H on the app. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there's. Uh, should we just get to the uh, the interview portion? Yeah, say we uh, let's do it so we can go have a tuttle cuddle. A tuttle cuddle, <laughs> yeah. Let's. Uh, what, what what should we go to break to? T- tuttle, tuttle of mud. Tuttle of mud. Something she <laughs> fucking hates me. Met a girl, thought she was grand. Fell in love, found out firsthand. Went well for a week or two. Then it all came unclued In a trap, trip I can't grip Never thought I'd be the one who'd sleep Then I started to realize I was living one big lie She fucking hates me Just she fucking hates me
Alright guys, so we are here now on location. Um, oh, episode 128, Funny to Informing. I'm John, that's Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. That's me. And uh, we, we took a little bit of a drive, over an hour, give or take. Yeah, it's a beautiful, super south Volusia County. Yeah. This is probably as far south Volusia County as you can go before you're in Brevard, I believe. Um, I'm lost. I'll, I'm <laughs> gonna, I'll no level idea. with you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> but, God I was in the car. Yeah, but the drive was worth it. Uh, we have a it great was. guest with us today, and um, I, I, I would imagine a lot of people uh, who listen to our show know who he is. Yeah, a lot of the listeners were, were really helpful in giving us questions and a lot of feedback on the group yeah, page. Yeah, yeah. and They um, were happy to have him on, yeah, as we are. If, you're, if you are a talk show uh, radio lover, um, then you will definitely know this gentleman. Uh, our guest right now with us is uh, Tuttle. How hey, you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Guys, Patrick, how are things? Patrick Tuttle Fowler, I yeah, guess yeah, call yeah. Him, his full name. Yeah, and uh, yeah, well, I'm I'm super excited. I mean, I've heard you on the radio before, but like we've never met. I don't think you two have ever met, right? No, no uh, I but I feel like so. I know Tuttle. I've listened to Tuttle <laughs> for fucking 12 years on so many different shows, and I've heard him be the most candid guy ever. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, About yeah. his life and everything, mm-hmm. and I was, I'm super excited myself. As I, like I mentioned, the listeners were excited. I'm very excited to meet you and have you on my show. This is a, well, this is a cool I, thing for me. I really, really appreciate that, and and, uh, you know, you bring that up. I uh, was uh, on another podcast, and you guys, uh, Wednesday, was uh, with a side of uh, Chaos yeah. podcast. And uh, I talked to them about that briefly, about making – yeah, I tell a lot of fucking em- horrible, embarrassing stories all the time. And people are like, why, why, why do you do that? And I'm like <laughs> – you know, I try to live my life openly as possible. I mean, there's a, there's a few occasions of things I won't talk about, but I try to just lay it out on the line because I think that's exactly what makes talk radio so great. And it, because some people do like the shows where they pitch topics and they give their opinions on stuff, yeah. but I think some of the greatest radio that people are interested in is the personal stuff that's going on in people's lives because it's everybody's into reality tv it's like a soap opera i i think that's absolutely what makes great radio I, uh, especially I, if you can relate to it like um yeah. as a listener sometimes it's some like whatever somebody's talking about i've gone through that too yeah absolutely. And that, that's my favorite uh, that's why one thing that ingratiates me to a guy like tuttle is that he he is very personally puts his life out there and a lot and i can respect that because even myself i won't i've sometimes i'm too embarrassed to lay my own personal stuff out so when i hear somebody doing that it, it makes me appreciate them even more well so. and you said people connect yeah they might might not admit that they can relate to some of this Truth. stuff that i put out there but deep down to their self they were like yeah i've been there done that That's right happened it's to me. Sh- yeah. shit we all go through right it's just life stuff 
It's just willing. Are you willing uh, to speak it, up yeah, about how it? How much or not? will you talk about it? Yeah, because you've been doing radio for over twenty years now, right? Uh, I started in ninety. It was like the end of ninety eight, going into ninety nine is when I started in radio. Okay, man. So, and I and you mentioned it real quick. Like, there's certain things that you won't talk about. I'll or talk whatever. about anything. Just uh, okay. ask away. It yeah, because that, that was going to be my first question. I, told, was, I was trying to tell John. I was like, Tuttle is so like. Tuttle's in your shit. Tuttle will just talk to you. Well, Tuttle well, is a yeah, forthright ass guy. Just that, like as a reference point, I wanted to you know just make sure like is there a question that you're sick of hearing or is there a topic? Uh, no, that- no, because I mean you know, people maybe hadn't heard it before. So I mean audiences are always changing and revolving. You guys get new people that check out your stuff all the time. Probably never heard of me, so I'm sure that they've never heard my stories. Before. Absolutely. Well, and on that note, and going off of what John said, with you starting in you know ninety eight, ninety nine. Uh, maybe give the, our listeners, those that don't know you, a quick rundown of like kind of your history in radio. All right, um, I got what? Oh, I wait. I I was on the thing. It spins Can you? On you. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah you're good. Sorry. You're good. All right, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, no, I uh, started with the Ron and Fez show. That was originally the Ron and Ron show. They were out of Tampa, and they were a syndicated show. I think they were on, like, 15 markets, which was pretty huge back then because syndication wasn't, like, a real big deal at that time. And Ron Ron and Ron broke up, and Ron and Fez, they ended up joining together, and they were from that show. And they came over to Daytona, and they were it was my favorite radio show going through high school. And I was like, hell, yeah, I, gotta, I had no intentions in working in radio. I really never in a million years thought I would be doing doing that but i was like i've got to work with i got to meet these guys i got to meet them and i got an internship and after you know the two semesters of working as an intern i I fell in love with it and stuck with them Uh, i learned pretty much everything i i I, i'm continuously learning but at the time they gave me the building blocks to be able to get a leg up with other radio radio shows if you if you didn't want to do radio initially what like what did you i was a big i i played uh four years varsity baseball and i uh wanted to be a coach i was like if i'm not going to be able to play baseball you know high school maybe college coach yeah yeah. So I wanted to be like a teacher so I could coach and and I was like I don't know why I ever thought I wanted to do that, but that was what I wanted to do. That's and cool because that's what you enjoyed baseball, and that yeah. was out of uh, Deland High School. No, 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 no. Okay, I, a lot of people get that confused. I didn't grow up in Deland. I grew up in DeLeon Springs, Florida, which is right on the edge. So I wasn't able to go to Deland. Okay, I had to ride the bus forty-five minutes to Pearson. Ooh. And go to Taylor. I went to Taylor, Pearson Taylor. Okay, and that's that's Chipper Jones land. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. His dad was my uh, math uh, teacher for two years, baseball coach for one. No way. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. That okay. is awesome. I did not know that. And I, I, uh, my senior year in high school baseball, we had an alumni baseball game where a lot of the old. Uh, Players from the past came, and Chipper actually was in town and played on the team, and I got to pitch to Chipper, and he hit. Probably the <laughs> longest fucking bomb off of me. He hit it uh, to right field over the driver's ed course oh, into the shit. street, into the woods <laughs> on the backside of the school. So, man. And see, while that's half embarrassing, it's also a moment of honor oh, for you, right? Because no, Chipper Jones crushed man. it take, off I, of you, right? I yeah. take that with pride, man. Absolutely, as you should. I mean, that's I a did cool get a story. strike by him at least once. Hell so, yeah, I mean, cool. You got him swinging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? My junk was so slow, he probably he wasn't even used to it. So, you know, he's used to seeing like mid 90s to 100, and yep. I'm out there throwing like low 80s. So I'm sure it was 
pretty slow for him. That's, I mean, that's still. I, that's I was the same way when I played baseball. I was a slow pitcher. I, you know, but I. I that's because it was slow pitch softball, John. Yeah, different sport. <laughs> oh different yeah, yeah. Sport. Yeah, I left my skirt at home today. <laughs> um, but like going and getting back into the radio thing, because mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like you could play a game of like uh, what is it? The one that with Kevin Bacon, like six degrees of separation. Six degrees <laughs> of Tuttle Nation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could see. That. see because that. after yeah after your Daytona days is this, is that when you came over into the Orlando the market? Yes, yes, yes. Monsters, and, and that's uh, where I I learned of you from. And I I told this story briefly on my podcast that I've been doing about my work history, and there were two open internships available at Real Radio at the time, and I applied for both of them. One was for the Phillips file, and the other one was for the Monsters and uh, Monsters of the Midday at the time. And you know, you, you didn't care which one you got on. I didn't on. care at the time, and I just ended up on the Monsters. I was thinking what I think it that turned out way better. Yeah, but you know, I like Mr. Phillips. He is a legend, probably, in my opinion, maybe the first or second all-time broadcaster in in Orlando when it oh, comes to that. So. Agreed, for sure. But he, I just he, feel he's like insanely pers- well-spoken. Yeah, well, absolutely. The guy's a genius. But I, I feel like your fit, your personality fit, yeah, yeah, went yeah, right in with the monsters uh-huh. a little better. Who knows how much... That, and who knows you, you know where you might have gone if you did hook up with the Phillips file. So so I, the reason I was able to get on the monsters and, and why they were excited about me coming on because Russ was a big Ron and Ron fan, and they had uh, Ron Bennington and them on for a reunion show one time, so... So Russ was aware of me. He knew who I was before I came in, which, you know, was easy. He used me because he had heard me on the air previously. So, you know, coming in as an intern, I got a lot of uh, airtime. Uh, that's cool. He knew what he what he had coming in. Yep. That's great. Okay. And um, you so and I know most recently you were at the Bubba. Bubba Love Sponge. Yes. Yeah. Bubba Radio Network. And mm-hmm. um, and you were over there two different times, right? No, I think I've been there four different times. <laughs> oh no, shit! Okay, yeah. and wow. he's been and he's been. I know he's been with Real Radio probably at least twice. Yeah, twice officially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I went 2000 to 2010. I was there for ten years with the Monsters. Uh, no, 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 not the full ten years because I worked with Drew Garabo for uh, a year and a half at night. So, um, but yeah, I was at Real Radio for ten years before I left, and that's when I started my Tampa, you know, career. And I've been there for the past decade now, so. Okay, yeah, and again, off and on a little bit, and I remember you told, you know, you talked about it on your podcast a little bit, but you your history with, uh, at you know, at first you weren't even living in Tampa? No. You were driving from where, Orlando to Tampa? No, 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 no. Um, I, all right, the first time when I was married, I was driving from Orlando to Tampa every morning. And that was pretty difficult. That's the, yeah. That commute has got to be <laughs> that's hell. that yeah. takes a toll on you after a but while. Time, the time in the morning you're driving, there's no traffic at all. So, but uh, then like the second time I was with Bubba, he owned a race shop because his son is a racer and they they he has a race shop, and I lived in the apartment over top of the race shop. Well, I mean, it wasn't okay. a great living situation. And then I stayed with my best friend uh, Colton uh, for the past two and a half three years while i was working with bubba so okay See, people think like when you're a radio personality especially on the level that you were at like with ron and fez and yeah. uh you know with the monsters so long and with bubba, the monsters yeah, yeah. Pe- people think you make like all this money no, or that no, you're no, rich no. or radio gets paid horribly like I, there's only a handful of people that actually make the big bucks and the days of big radio contracts are over now it's it's just not gonna happen yeah, I, I feel like maybe the hosts make some money, and I feel like the hosts make a lot of their money on side stuff, like 
Yeah, your ads, promotions, ads. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you hold on to the rights of your show, and whoever's like the sole. not always. I don't think mm, not always. A- I think that's sometimes it's different in the contract. But uh, yeah, the, you, we talked about the monsters. Your ten years with with real radio, and most of that with the monsters. That's where I first heard of Tuttle, and the first time I ever. <laughs> I hate to admit this, but I also kind of laugh at it because it was just me trolling. One of my first ever troll to the radio phone calls was to the monsters on your, and, and we'll get into your your skit bits and your stunts and all mm-hmm. that. But one of your stunts when you walked across the state on oh, 50. Oh yeah. Uh, for uh, and uh, I'll ask you the question in a second, but before I ask you the question, I remember they were at one point they were wrapping up the show, and Russ was like, "Everyone, call in and give Tuttle words of encouragement. Say whatever you want to Tuttle. Call in right now." And you were call, you were dialed in from a cell phone on the side of fifty near Christmas mm-hmm. somewhere, and and I called in and I held, and he finally put me on, and I was and he he said, "Call in with any tips you have for Tuttle to make it across the state." And I got on and I I said. Tuttle and you said yeah and I said don't take any wooden nickels <laughs> and Russ hung up on me but and that was my first like experience with Tuttle that was back what 07 08 you were doing that uh, skit it was about then it, was, it uh, all it all bleeds together as, as much you know radio skit bittery as I know goes on and as fake as I know a lot of it is was that one real yeah it was real you were I, really I hoofing it across the really, state I didn't really fake a lot of stuff Really did okay because yeah. I've heard Tom and Dan joke a lot about oh yeah so and so would go you know we'd have an intern go to the parking lot and call in and say oh he yeah was, so, sometimes we would do it. sometimes we would do that or, right right I mean there was but a, your stunt stunt yeah. wise was pretty real I mean there were times like when me and uh, soul brother Kevin used to go out and do bits like it would just be like they would give us nothing to work with. Uh, and I think that it was what was it? Oh yeah, we like Russ was like, hey, it's Halloween. This this church there, they're selling pumpkins, and and they wanted me to go and start smashing some of the punk- <laughs> pumpkins in front of the church. <laughs> A real Billy Corganoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, yeah, it was smashing pumpkins, <laughs> and we made it. And it was it, the bit was failing, and then you know, all of a sudden, uh, Kevin's like, "Oh man, the cops are here! All crap!" <laughs> oh shit! And the, there was no cops there, but we were playing it up, and and we, we didn't even tell Russ or anything, and. It, it just it, it evolved into a pretty big like bit and was really really funny because you know everybody thought I was in jail the cops arrested me we we played it up and and it it, it was sold really really well so it ended up turning into a great bit with hardly anything to work with yeah when you um when you fought Drunky the Bear um you know because uh, I think you guys have like MMA gloves uh, on. we've done that well, are you talking about at the uh, halftime of the Predators game? yeah that's yeah, the yeah, one yeah, you yeah. were talking about because I think he saw a video clip of that one or yeah something. W- like was that predetermined no, was it like no, no, no. Uh, that that one we just basically well okay I'll back up a little bit we used to do these bits before the monster concerts and we would you know if you're into wrestling they they have these things called shoot style matches okay and they what that means is it's planned out but every hit fall and everything you're seeing is completely absolutely real right so we just said hey this is what we're going to do this is how it's going to be but we're just really going to punch the fuck out of each other as hard <laughs> as we can <laughs> and that kind of ended because we were a matter of fact you guys probably Past the building when you guys came over here, the No Name Saloon, right up the oh, street yeah, I'm from here. With the No Name, yeah. so we uh, had been drinking all day, and Drunky had or Tom, I, he's gonna be pissed. <laughs> I'm calling him Drunky. <laughs> Drunky. Um, he got like completely wasted. We've been hammering beers as soon as we got off the show all day, and he just w- had no like fun- motor functions. He was just 
completely out of it. And he hit me over the head with one of those uh, plastic uh, resin chairs, which that didn't hurt. But what happened, it splintered oh. into like a million pieces. And he had the leg in his hand and it had like this jagged pointed edge on the top of it. And he just kept hitting me with it and hitting me with it. <laughs> it's like and like shape. he, like I had to get like eight stitches right above my eyebrow oh because my he hit me with it and it cut me wide open. I'm like, just a little bit lower, I would be blind in one yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah, right in the eye. But the uh, Predators fight, now, we were going to we were gonna plan that out, and then the owner of the Predators, Brett Bushy, he was paying us $1,500 for, for this, and he said, you will not get a fucking dime from me if you guys fake this. You guys oh, are yeah. really well, going to fight. Because I know you go all out, so, I mean, there's no oh, doubt about but that. But I was outmatched. Tom is just, he's way bigger, strong. He doesn't look strong. He We used to joke he's got that redneck strength. Yeah. And he, they he, probably still joke yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he still does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he 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 knocked me out. But we really went at it, and and it was it was. I mean, it was a good show, but it really sucked to fight each other. I think that morning I faked an injury after the show so I could go to the hospital and get a bunch of pain pills. <laughs> um, so I was like, I wasn't feeling anything at the time anyways yeah. when we did it. I saw, yeah. I saw one time, or there was a video out there of you having like a slap off with somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they just slap you right across the face and then you slap them back. And that, I, that had to be on Bubba's show. So, wow, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do a lot All of stuff. All the stunts, they, yeah, they run together. I <laughs> what, mean, one, um, one of the famous ones I remember with the uh, Wall Street being poured into in concrete and you oh, almost yeah. died? Uh, like yeah, the concrete no, I was, fell on you? Or? No, I was uh, buried alive for three days and this was like a radio bit that they did and, and they He's had... falling into the monsters from inside the that's concrete insane. box. <laughs> they constructed a wooden box and they put a frame around it so they covered the whole box with concrete. I was in there for like two and a half days and the power cut off one night in the middle of the night and I was like in darkness with no air coming in uh, because they had a pipe at the bottom uh, bringing in cold air, and then through the top they had a pipe you could look down and look at me with. But it was completely dark, no fresh air coming in, and I was just like freaking out because nobody was there. I was beating on it, and nobody would answer, and I was Ugh, just like, oh, like fuck. oh my God. I would have been in a pile of my own shit and piss. I would have been so scared. I mean, and then David Blaine made a career out of it, so fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Tuttle was doing it long before David. Going like underwater for 40 minutes, and I don't know how people do that sort of thing. We just got gonged on the gong show, guys. I was like, what was that? <laughs> something fell onto something metal. <laughs> but, um, okay, so like of the stunts that you've done then, which ones, like, or which was your favorite or that you enjoyed the most, and then which one, like, did you hate? I mean, the the Buried Alive thing definitely got me a lot of uh, notoriety and, and made me huge and helped my name out. But, uh, like, I don't know. I did a lot of uh, bad ones over on Bubba's show. I mean, there was a lot of gay humiliating stunts we had to do then and it was ridiculous Yeah, much more mental torture than physical mm. torture yeah kind you of were evolves into and you're like an inner uh intergender champion oh yeah of, yes uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boxing note. Uh, yeah i think i'm last time i checked i'm 39 and one against women what, what, so the one you yeah, lost was the to one? she was a professional boxer she oh. it was christy martin from orlando who was the uh heavyweight woman's champ at one time so but I was also drunk as fuck at the time because I had ended up fighting five women that day. And in between each round, I had to chug a beer and do a shot of liquor. And this is in the middle of the summertime <laughs> when it's fucking hot as shit. Yeah. And I just, I lost it at the time. I was just sick. I started puking because, you know, when you're when you're drunk and you don't like to do a lot of physical activity. And, and it just stirred it up right in my stomach and I threw up all over the John's place. checking all boxes. 
John, yeah, John's I, known it's for all throwing me. up, by the way. <laughs> it's all me too. John it's, might puke sometimes yeah. when he gets drunk. I think I think we would get really get along, me and Tuttle, because that's uh, yeah. yeah. I yeah, feel so guys, relatable. You guys are brothers. From no, I mean I I that I don't. I'm not a puker. Like if I'm just drinking, which I've drank a ton in my life. Big well, time you're sober now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like seven months now. Nice. And, Congrats, and, man. And I'm off all the uh, psychotropic drugs too, like uh, all the uh, many medications that were treating my uh, mental disorder. So. That, that's a big. That's a big thing. That's a very highly contested topic in society right now. I mean, because I'm not saying the, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that it, it, they're just not for everybody. And no, yeah. I was just, you know, they work for some people, and they but just I feel had. Like the, it's a it's a specific cocktail for every person. I was on a bad mix. Different thing, right? Absolutely, and there might be a better one for you. But the thing with I feel like with 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 psychotropic drugs, like you were talking about, is is that finding that mix could take forever, and mm. the and the negative side effects from taking the wrong mix. Yeah, I tried to kill myself. Absolutely, such yeah. as a- attempted suicide, things like that can be even worse. No sex drive. You talk about that yep. as well, Tuttle. Mm-hmm. I hear I hear all these side effects and and you know, I and in the little bit of reading I've done on this stuff, I know that that is a thing and and I don't know, that's held me back from trying a lot of these drug mixes cuz I feel like for one it takes months for them to even start kicking in yeah. and then once you're on them you can't just cold turkey them i did well you're not supposed to you know no, but yeah you're supposed to just wean off of them so say that mix isn't working then you have to try a new start weaning out onto a new mix that doesn't work then you have to wean off wean See, onto a new one that's it a scary take, thought it could take five years for the doctors to figure out exactly what mix of what drugs and what in what milligrams throughout what period of time throughout the day works for us yeah person. or that's the moment it's that a you scary fig- scenario yeah you figure out that you're allergic to something because yeah. of something that right yeah, or you have a you know you have the worst side effect where you attempt suicide yeah where, and, and Tuttle were you on medication most of your like like radio career like up to this point or why well, yeah, say that one more time I'm sorry I, I apologize I, I drifted away because <laughs> I had people in my phone was, was bothering rambling. me so I apologize <laughs> no, no, no no you're, you're good fine. you're good uh, no I was asking like if you were on medication most of your radio career like is that uh, you know when when no, you're doing most stunts of my or it was uh, <sighs> just a portion of like it. 2008 maybe is when I got on him. So, but it wasn't my whole radio career. No. Okay. John's trying yeah. to link mental illness with radio careers. I see what you. Well, doing. no, well, no, we, we know a lot of radio people. I agree. Some of the <laughs> well, some of the stunts <laughs> yeah. I see Tuttle do, I'm like, definitely would never do that. You know, like he's like one of a kind in that way. But Absolutely. I can't do any of that stuff. And he's I didn't. Why not? Evil of radio. I don't know. I don't know. It's um. Well, that's like a '90s radio thing. I feel like it's. But I mean, you're an inter- you're you guys are entertainers, right? I mean, yeah, you do this. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Has to entertain people so the way i look at it yes it's embarrassing but the way i look at it is if it makes a couple people laugh then it was all worth it that's my job to entertain you know so i agree it's if just, i can get one person to laugh i feel like i won't so, so i just looked at it as a job i didn't look at it as oh man this is something dumb or stupid i gotta do it's just a part of the job i was entertaining and and trying to help people forget about their shitty lives. Yeah, cause, I mean, because I feel like now it's, like, developed into, like, a, like we're in a different time period, so it's developed, you know, in its own in its own way in the last however many years. But, like, what have you noticed the most, like, or the main difference between radio now and, the, like, what it was? Um, It changed. There, I mean, it's gone through a lot of changes. It changed uh, dramatically during... Uh, uh, let me... Let's see if you guys can guess. I think I know exactly. What? 2004. And what was it? The Super Bowl. Uh, yep. 
Janet Jackson's yep, hit. Really? Fucked everything up. Yeah, dude, I've heard so many radio people say that. Absolutely. Really? No, I the, didn't the know FCC that. The yeah. came, re- yeah. came down crazy hard they, after they that. Were, they were looking Started for... Started firing people and pulling licenses. And Yeah, they were, lo- they were looking for somebody to go after, and they knew, hey, we can't go after TV because they're a little bit too big. We get print. They they play it safe, so we're going to go at the, the bottom feeders of media, and we're going to go after radio people, and a lot of people got fired. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff happened. Then we weren't able to talk about everything. Now, wow! I mean, was that the same time that Clear Channel became iHeart? No, no iHeart. That that's only uh, within the past three or four years. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it that recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought yeah. for some reason I no, thought that was, was always in the, Clear Channel, like forever, mid to early two thousands or something. Oh. Now yeah. the other big change that's happened in radio is the new delivery mechanisms now on how you deliver your content. I remember when I uh, was at Real Radio, I was the first person that went to management and said, hey, we need to take every show that we do and put it online for people to be able In to download. downloadable form, right? And I... I started that, no, and then none of the other shows. They didn't were doing laugh it. at you and call you crazy. No, it, but everybody was loving it, and once they were able to get it on demand, people were begging for it. In the days that I didn't put it up, they were like pissed. They were losing their shit. No, yeah. well, I'm a, I'm a huge news junkie fan, so and and I whenever same thing now, it's still the same. Mm-hmm. When when the podcast doesn't get posted, everybody knows it's C Lane's job, and everybody shits mm-hmm. on C Lane. I will say this. Speaking of the news, speaking of the news junkie, I, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. Sure. That I think Sean is the best broadcaster in Orlando right now. Yeah, I mean, the, like this equipment that we're using, Sean actually was generous Sean. enough yeah. to give to no, us. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, yeah, he's an a, awesome no, guy. I'm, I'm dead serious, and I hope you guys tell him that. Like, he's so good we'll, at what he does. Absolutely, we will. I mean, I'm sure he'll this. he'll see that that we've did that we've done this episode. No, in my and opinion, I will definitely, I'll send your regards. Look at it this way, he, and. He's in maybe not the best uh, time slot. You know, middays is not the most important, you know, time right. slot when it comes it's to that, radio. That Phillips file time. But That's true. he just brings this unique dichotomy to the radio. And it's interesting how he involves the callers with the, um, what does he call it? The, um, the dispatches. Oh, the, the, dispatches. Yeah, the dispatches, yeah. yes. And and just the interaction and and you know what though and and this is my opinion also why Sean is so good is that he can recognize talent and Sabrina got no play they did not use her correctly when right. she was on the Buckethead show I think oh yeah if I'm wrong I think that she was an underused intern yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and Sean was like I gotta have her and that was one of the biggest things he could have done because he she works on the show and Ceiling he's a great producer as well too so it's a great mixture of the three and i could see sean eventually you know doing mornings or or going to a bigger market because that's just how good he is yeah exactly he's he's phenomenal and then like and i like how you know nowadays there's like no interns like you know they're all equal you know in in the parts that they play on the on the radio and i I feel like the intern gets a negative connotation like or it just sounds like well i feel like when it started it had it it had its thing it was a college credit thing but then in the 90s that kind of spun out into the the do boy well let's send the intern to roll around in mouse traps or fucking get buried in concrete for three days or you know like it became this this like a frat party radio became a frat party in the 90s when they when people talk about 90s radio i picture a fucking frat party in my head and that's what yeah. it became in the intern the interns were the pledges essentially i feel mm-hmm. like and if you listen to sean sean is the only host on this station i'm not saying anything bad about russ or dirty jim or jim colbert um but he's the only one that sounds like a trained 
broadcaster. Like, you know, his delivery, his cadence, the way he just talks. You don't see Sean fumbling on words or anything. He, he's got um, like good energy in his voice. And, yeah, uh, you, and he's, usually, got a, he's got a system to what he does. And yeah, you have, to, you have to feel. Repetitive. All right, enough of the eating Sean's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you started it. We just ran <laughs> with it. <laughs> no, yeah. That, that's our way of thanking him for giving us this yeah, equipment Sean, when yeah, he did. Yeah, we're huge fans of that guy. He knows that. But, yeah. uh, no, the delivery mechanism changed. And, and the other thing that's changed in radio is you'll never see a big syndication deal pretty much anymore. With iHeartRadio being there, there's no need to syndicate anymore because everybody can listen on their smartphones now. Yeah, so it, it makes me wonder like what the future looks like for well, at least FM and AM and it's kind of XM. podcast, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, because well, because the biggest frustration back then was that you couldn't like if you didn't catch it live, then you right. missed it and Absolutely. you're out of luck. Right. So I mean, I, that that is a big difference. But that, I, I, I mean, get it that. worked in worked in our advantage because people were listening at that time. If you wanted to hear it, you had to listen to it then, and I, you know, you you got more ratings for that. Yeah, but where people like plan for it. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. And I know listening. So and I speak. know you would r- uh, bring in a lot of listeners because you've had you know a few times here and there had a, like a few tips on the air with people and some arguments. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've and, I've like burned a lot of bridges. Well, and none past. none of that was fake, right? What like what? like fighting? Uh, like I know you uh, got into a fight with somebody at the Bubba Radio Network. I can't think of his name. Uh, yeah, he said he saw a video of you wrestling somebody. Well, not not a setup wrestling either. Like, you guys, oh you guys yeah, there's been two separate occasions <laughs> where <laughs> you got to narrow down further, John. No, 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 no. There's two Sorry. occasions where people were just trying to like punk me out. There's this guy that comes in every once in a while as the big diesel truck is pulling behind us. Yeah. <laughs> I love well, it. Yeah, Tuttle, Tuttle gets audio. We're by the river, so I mean, I know people are out here fishing so, and yeah, all yeah. that. We're by the river, so here goes a diesel truck. No, that fits well. in. But Later we'll be by the railroad. So You'll hear about. this guy that only comes in once a week, and I was sitting in his chair, and it's my chair, my position, my microphone. He came in, told me to get the fuck up, and I'm like, no, I'm not getting up. And he like pushed me in my face, and I was like, I'm not gonna fucking take this. And we just went to blows. I mean, it was broken up really quick, but you know, I I just. I'm not gonna let some amateur come in and like try to you know, take my position away. That's not gonna. No, happen. if you're a full time no. employee and he's just coming in part time and wants to take your chair, it sounds like yeah, he was trying to punk you out. It sounds like a prison. But move. working for Bubba though, like he does not, he does not work at a radio station. He owns his own building, his own board. He has two studios, two fully functioning professional radio boards, Jesus. microphones, everything in his studio. He owns his own studio. That's the BRN? Yeah, the BRN. So, like, we do not... We don't work at a radio studio. So, we can wear... And do whatever we want to go out back and get high if we wanted to. And that's and in Tampa. Nice, yeah, in Tampa. Okay. So. And so then he sells. So he just sells his recorded product mm-hmm. to One Hundred Two The Bone. Is that the yeah? One, uh, no, there? no, no. He was on One Hundred Two Five The Bone. Now he is on an AM station. He's on here in Orlando on on Florida Man Radio right now. Okay. Uh, with Ed Till, which I was Ed Till's still on radio. He he just came back. Really, he's, he's uh, doing middays. I think at Florida Man Radio. Wow. Okay. I keep hearing about this Florida Man Radio. I'm gonna have to check it out. People are people are really liking some of these shows. Not the greatest signal. So you got to be in okay. Orlando. So okay. Well, that works for me. Oh, in Orlando. Yeah. So I'll have to. Ch- I'll definitely check that out. Okay. Um. What a. Uh well, wait, what else do we have for you? We, I know we, we, you? we got a few listener questions. We'll get to some of those in a minute. Oh, but, yeah. Um, I, I, in, in your radio history, what, what was your favorite and least favorite maybe shows or stations to work at? <sighs> um, I worked at Magic 107.7 for about a year at one point, which wasn't bad. I mean, it was a great experience, but I just I didn't 
like mesh with the people. Is that like pop? Well, I mean, Magic 107.7 is one of the most popular stations in Orlando. It's okay. the uh, easy listening. Ah. And they, their motto is, you know, uh, you're not uh, – it's it's content that you can listen to when your kids are in the car. So. Yeah, it's like a sunny – Oh, it's a safe what, for like the little ears type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that didn't work out too long. They, they wouldn't even let me sniff airtime over there. <laughs> I was just – Strictly a behind-the-scenes producer. Okay, so. okay. Um, but that didn't last long. And uh, the, or did you say, ask my favorite? Yeah, what, what was probably your favorite experience in radio? It was, Would have been the, been the Monsters internship? Uh, it, was, and then it was either... Part of the show? It, I can give you a top three. I'm not okay. not going to give you That's my fine. favorite. It was probably the Monsters, Drew Garabo, and Bubba. Okay. Okay. Yeah. In no particular order. I can respect that. Yeah. They. they um, those all seem like super fun parts of of your career. Yeah. And I mean, through them. through all that time, you've developed like a sort of like little cult following, or people just yeah, enjoy anything you do. You know. Yeah. And but I've also become a student of radio. Um, I people a lot of people don't like what I do. They're not fans of mine, and I completely get it because I don't have the stereotypical radio voice. People are like, oh, you should not even be on the radio with that voice. And the way that I look at it is that it's different you know it's not the same stereotypical deep voice host booming voice i and i'm not like trying to suck my own dick on this but i i feel like out of anybody i have the most recognizable voice in orlando radio oh yeah yeah agreed yeah. you know I you're know listening to total i hear it right yeah yeah exactly because yeah. like, i was, love him but there's enough dance stones because one of the things i was going <laughs> to ask you too because you mentioned like you know people that hate you one way or another is like how how do you typically respond to these people that try to shit on you i or, used to fight them all the time on social media because i like to argue and, and <laughs> battle with people he'll but, retroll you but the way that i look at it and, and i look at these people and they only have maybe like one two followers and i'm like why am i even wasting my time because nobody is going to see their dumb shit that they're posting Unless I reply to it, right. nobody's going to see it. Yeah, well, and they're going to be honored that you yeah, probably. Get even. It's like the time Chipper Jones hit a homer off of. You. Yeah, yeah, right. You're, you are Chipper Jonesing these assholes' negative <laughs> tweets, man. So, yeah. so no, I, I, I don't battle anymore with them. I just like move on. I don't block people because I think they get satisfaction out of hey, yeah, he, he blocked me. Saying yeah, totals on my block list. Yeah, so I don't block people. I just let them have at it. But I, I rarely, rarely reply anymore okay well i, I can see I, that being I a thing appreciate the way that you handle it and that like it doesn't doesn't noticeably it doesn't bother you like, but yeah. that's the thing about it is none of these people will actually do it in person or on the phones because once they get in there and they have to face the music i will cut them up like for real it, it, just one-on-one I will be able to handle it. It, it, it just it's it's ridiculous that these keyboard tough guys can <laughs> sit there and think of what they're going to say. But if it was just a one on one where you got to be quick on your feet, they would just like piss their pants. Yeah, completely yeah. meltdown. And uh, yeah, but um, do we want to get to the listener yeah, questions? We can, yeah, or? we got some really good listener questions. Yeah, we do. Like. Absolutely. Um, we'll just uh, hit the first names and then the question. Um, what's one? Uh, the first one. Uh, Trevor said, um, has all of your jobs been glamorous like radio? Like, have you held a job, I guess, before that? I was an iron worker. Um, I was a welder when I was, when I was, yes, very glamorous. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it kept, it was, I was in the best shape of my life at that time. I was making pretty good money. I was going to say probably making decent money. uh, Yeah. I was getting a lot of overtime. I, this is when I was only part time at real radio and I had to work another job to make ends meet and I would work until 11. So I would get up at like four, go to the studio, work until 11 and then get off there. I'd have an hour. No, like 
an hour and a half, and then I would work until like five or six that day. So Jesus, um, so half a day in radio, half a day welding. Yeah, welding, and, work. and then you're just exhausted. Was that, was at the that end with of the your day. pops? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, your dad, his Tuttle's dad, is famously for anybody that's listened to Tom and Dan long enough, he is a ultimate real man, like yeah. a tradesman or so, like crafty. Uh, does your family live down here now? They're not in De Leon Springs anymore. No, they moved over here like ten years ago. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, what's the next one? Uh, Rocky. Uh, oh well, we kind of answered this, but like, which show you uh, did you enjoy working on the most, or which one gave you the most freedom? <sighs> most yeah, which freedom? one gave you the most I, freedom? Bubba gave me the most freedom. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, Bubba did, yeah. and I mean, I just had a lot of fun with Drew uh, as well too, because he was just so just so quick and witty, and and I just picked up a lot from him. Which boss was the coolest? Or like the best what, one, host? Or, or yeah, like the coolest one to work for, the most, uh, the one you got along with the most. Huh. That's that's interesting. <sighs> I mean, I technically didn't work for him, but the guy that liked me the most and always like went to bat for me was Jim Phillips. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because Jim is a good that's guy. That's cool. I would have never have guessed that just because your personalities are so different. Yeah, and um, I kind of knew that you weren't going to say this host for that last question, but uh, Billy wants to know, is Russ as big of a dick as he seems? He has his moments. Listen, guys, radio, all radio hosts by far, and I'll, I'll let you in on something. I'm not saying that they are, but all radio hosts are are just full of themselves. They, they have a high outlook or outlook on themselves and and i they they do have some mental issues just to go on the radio and think hey people need to hear my voice so right. there's ego they're egotistical it's part of having just, that job right yeah and it's something you gotta have to be a host right and and you know they have their moments and all of them have been great but they will do things that are going to piss you off at some point yeah i mean i could see that too and i mean it's a uh but, but you have to have like a sense of you know uh, pride within your work. But when you're everybody's paying attention to everything you do all the time, it uh, you know it can get to you. And and if they if they find one it's little, little crack, too much positive in your personality, right? yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, people can't be on all the time, so I, I can understand that. Tell me about it. What's uh? Th then we have Eric. Um, d Eric says, "Do you wish that you were on any one hundred four point one show currently?" Yeah, Sean, news junkie. With, with the news junkie, yeah, yeah, that, that would uh, be fun. That, that makes would sense. be fun to listen to. Uh, what is uh, Joe said? Should we be expecting a new new installment of NASCAR talk? Uh, I mean, if if there's anybody that wants to do it, I mean, I I'm not the biggest NASCAR fan anymore, but I would I could easily do a NASCAR report if somebody wanted to you know use me. I would definitely I could easily do. I one. feel like yeah, I feel like you know enough about it. You grew up watching NASCAR, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Plus, yeah. you're a Volusia County guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah absolutely. When, when absolutely. the when the most famous track in the well, people argue argue with me on that one. Talladega, no, 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 they're well, they're Fuck Indianapolis. Talladega. The Brickyard is probably more famous. But uh, Daytona is one of the most famous tracks. So yeah, you get you're just accustomed to NASCAR because you grew up in the same area as, as of the racetrack. I imagine on a quiet night you could even hear them in oh, De Leon yeah. Springs, right? Yes, you could. Yep. See. Oh wow. You see. Yep. <laughs> I, I've been down here since 07, so I've heard an, and I lived in Daytona for five years, so I know enough. I've heard enough NASCAR and. 24-hour races. Okay, and um, the next one we have, uh, Robert, we call him Bluegill. He says, what's it like being sober now, or I guess the feeling of it, and how much for a fish? <laughs> um, I mean, Are you I, still selling fish? Yeah, I do every once in a while. Okay. Uh, the drinking thing, yeah, it, it was fun, and I do miss it on some occasions. 
but it wasn't good for me and and it had to be done so do you, yeah, do you feel did. healthier yeah of course i've lost a lot of weight yeah. uh, since i and i've not even really worked out so yes i i have lost weight and i do feel healthier so that's good okay and, and i've so did you quit drinking the same time you quit no, on no, no, the no. Uh, psychotropics uh no that was a couple of months before it okay. was just something that so you you could feel a notice notable difference on just quitting the drinking mm-hmm. too and then probably a even more notable difference once the psychotropics mm-hmm. got yeah, out of the system of course. Okay, awesome. and uh, and like a fish is what, like twenty bucks? Uh, no, <laughs> the fish. No. You get a lot of reds out here. Montana. You get a lot of reds out here, Tuttle. Uh, I see not, you close I'm, to Mosquito Lagoon, and that thing's famous for. I reds. mean, you get out there, yeah, you can catch it. I mean, you can catch more reds out here than any place in the state of Florida. I mean, I've caught a few off of the wall here, but we you have to go in, in a flats boat back there. I have to show okay, you into the to, marshland area. Yeah, I have to show you what the map looks like. I've guys. never caught a fish. Or what? Never once in my life have I caught a fish. Get the fuck out of I've here. Tried I've tried twice. about this. I've, I've known tried. this guy for three years. I didn't know you'd never caught a fish. I've tried twice and uh, failed God, both times. man. And then... Next time we got a plan to throw throw some, throw some a line in the water. That's okay. what they call it when you fish, John. I'll do it. I mean, <laughs> John I'll, doesn't I'll... know fishing terminology. No, no. I don't know anything. Can you even bait I'll... a hook? Here, you know no. what we'll, we'll do? We when we back. get done with this, we'll do some extra content. I'll go out there. I'm going to let you try to throw my cast net. Okay. Ooh, okay. I've wanna... never thrown a cast net, so okay. I wanna, I'm interested to try I'll that. I'll do too. it one time for you and show show you how it's done. Oh, I'm so fucking. We'll get down. some video doing it. Beautiful. Let's go. Beautiful. Okay. I love yeah, it. yeah. I That'll love be it. fun. Yeah, I love trying new things and try everything once. You know, twice if you like it. <laughs> Now, I do you mean, think you can do it? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. I don't know. <laughs> John's not an ultra-confident guy. Let's I just say he can never host a radio show. I, su- <laughs> <laughs> I surprise myself sometimes. Uh, but you You've know, never I- hosted? No. Oh, uh, no. Not no, like a radio just, show. Just this one. No. No, just this. Yeah. Just yeah. this. Just silly little thing. It's a big difference. I'm not. Look, I don't want anybody to think I'm down downgrading podcasts, but it's a whole different like animal because you're recording right now. You always have that safety net. If right. it's bad, you can go back and edit or right. do something like that. But when you are just on live radio, it's just a completely. Uh, yeah. I mean, animal. I've heard it fall apart where you have to like stretch or like. Figure it out, like yeah. Real quick, you just you know? uh, and you have to stammer your way through until yeah. you get back on track, you yep. know. And One, what and like the for us, we can just put explicit content to this mm. and then curse away. Yes, but we don't have to watch want. our tongue like the way uh, like most people. Thanks, FCC two thousand four. Right. One of the hardest <laughs> things I've ever had to do in my career was uh, one of the program directors at Real Radio thought it would be a great idea. Uh, I forget it was the hideout. Yeah, the hideout on at night at Real Radio. They ended up firing them, and it was going to be another week until the new show came in. And they were like, "Hey, it would be funny if we give Tuttle the nighttime show." I listened to your first ever show there, sir. And I before had, SBK started. Yeah, I had to do I had to do four hours for five days <laughs> by myself, hosting, running the board, no call screen or any anything. Yep. Wow, that's I, see, that's I remember scary. It that was right intense. before SBK started because then I. I heard SBK's first ever show when he came on with Angel and, and Matt and uh, and he was like I think they had you call in and, and Kevin pulled your leg and was like hey we're gonna let you host the show and you were like okay I'll do it and he was like just kidding don't nobody want to hear about your Star Wars nerd talk shit yeah. and it was just <laughs> rad, ragging on you so but, but yeah that was pretty difficult but that was cool yeah but I, I remember those shows it's funny you brought that up yeah. yeah, Tuttle had his own show for a week, and that was it was a cool show to listen to um, all by himself. We, and we have a the the last listener question was from Jordan, and they said, uh, "Do you have any nightmares uh, from any of your stunts that you pulled?" No, or? not really. I, I, any, I think one no addre- PTSD. I think one oh post Tuttle stress disorder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think because I think one he was addressing directly was uh, getting shot with a BB gun or, or a paintball, paintball gun with no shirt on. Yeah. 
Um, I yeah, that was pretty bad. I um, <laughs> uh, they had a um torture rack set up. Bubba had one of his guys uh, build a torture rack, and when they pitch you in it, there's no getting out of it. So it was like seven, six or seven people shooting frozen paintballs at me, and I'm the only frozen wearing, I, paintballs, and I'm wearing nothing but a cup. Uh, on set like jeez <laughs> it's like uh, audio jackass and yeah they, yeah pretty much they left me up there and i got shot for 25 straight minutes holy shit and i had contusions i had to go to the doctors doctors had to put me on uh blood thinners because they were worried about clots and stuff God because almighty man i was just i'm serious the i from head to toe i was covered and bruises, red spots, welts, just everything you can imagine. Okay, so that sounds like a notably bad one. Yeah, was yeah. Cool. I was. I mean, the the way that you sacrifice yourself, man, well, it is that and, is remarkable. And to to me. that accord, do you have any uh, scars? Or yeah, anything? I got a lot. Do yeah, you from yeah. from all mm, these yeah, radio stunts? I do. It, if I took my shirt off, you could. Yeah, it would be pretty crazy. Wow, really? Because I mean, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking, I just turned forty. Just in front. So you're one year older than him. Yeah, you're born he, in eighty. He Co- Coleman here. No, looks I, yeah, seventy nine. I was born in eighty. Yeah, I'm forty. I'll be forty this year. See, Coleman looks like he's you know in his forties with the well, just kind just of the gray, gray hair. That's the gray all. hair and the it's beard is gray. is what does it gives but, it away. Yeah, and I mean, for but Tuttle all, looks a good. He looks like early thirties. No, that's yeah. I get that a lot. Uh, the uh, my best friend Colton over in Tampa that I was staying with, he's only twenty five. You, you you would think that the age difference we wouldn't get along, but he's he's so far ahead, and he had just started in radio, so I kind of was trying to help him and show him everything, and we got along really well. And his friends would come over, and he would ask all of his friends, "Hey, what does he look or how old does he look?" And they would say, "Early thirties most yeah. of the time." We're like, "No, this fucker's forty. Oh, uh, yeah. See, well, I get similar. I, John's twenty seven, and I'll be forty this year. John's yeah. an older soul. I, I, I I'm get, your Tuttle. I get ID. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get ID'd all the time. Oh I yeah, mean, I used to get ID. I have gotten ID'd in the past year after I shaved. You see, yeah. I mean, because yeah. I, I and I would do the same help. if yeah. I'm working somewhere and you come in. I, I would ID you too, honestly. Um, but I, but I, I, lo- I look like a young kid now with wrinkles a little bit. So that's the only like disturbing <laughs> thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't have bad wrinkles. I, I got, He's, I got some of them around my eyes right now. But I think I'm doing pretty good for forty. Two kids yeah. in an overcoat, and just the a, kid on top has wrinkly <laughs> face. <laughs> just, just a really tired teenager. <laughs> yeah, <you see>. yep. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Too much partying at Pearson High. Yeah. So I wanted to like talk about. Just for one second before we we get out of here, the uh, the Tuttle Daily podcast, yeah, that you we, just we started. We talked about that a little bit, and I was going to say, yeah, just I I've listened to. I'm sorry about all these like redneck trucks driving uh, by. It's with part of it's part of the part of life, I guess, out here. It adds to the ambiance. Oh, oh, I love it. Yeah, that's a whole. Well, these that's are an great RV. RVs. These are kick ass RVs. Yeah, yeah. That, that's but, not uh, even a truck. Um, Shit, what were we talking about? Um, Big trucks, that's a pretty we, Oh, no, the, the, the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Yeah, Tuttle Daily Podcast. I've listened to a bunch of them, and I will say, if anybody wants a really good rundown on his history in radio, listen to that first episode. Listen to all of them, but listen to that first one, because mm-hmm. it was half an hour, and you literally broke it down from, like, 98 yeah, we, to where we, you're at right now. We glossed over it here, yeah. but, like, that's how you can really But I would say really listen to that, it. and you'll get a good, great insight on Tuttle and his life. Talks about his dating life. Yeah, I, I How's just that going? I, it's uh, it's not going well right now, but you know it is what it is. Uh, no, I'm just having fun with this podcast to keep my name out there. I'm just trying <clears throat> to build my social media 
and and online uh, footprint because I w- haven't been able to do that lately because a lot of the shows that I'm on, they want to build their stuff. So most of my content had to go to them. Right. So I'm just doing that. And with the podcast, I think 30 minutes is a decent time, especially by myself. And it, it's working out pretty well. I'm liking it. I'm not charging. To. It's for free. And I give out my PayPal and just tell people, hey, if you guys want to donate and help out the cause, you can easily do that. And it's been pretty good. Like, yeah. I was absolutely, like, shocked on the amount of donations I got from people. The That's first cool. Week. Well, and, and you do it almost uh, every day. If yeah, not- I, every day I put up a 30-minute podcast. Yeah, and I know it's fairly new, but it's going to be available, I'm assuming, on most platforms Yeah, well, soon. right now, see, this, listen, I'm, I'm still new to this podcasting stuff, so uh, maybe if you guys can – give me uh, some advice on where I should host it because I'm using I just picked the first one that I found which was Podomatic. Podomatic, I, that's it. So tell them where they can find Tuttle the dot Podomatic.com. Tuttle.podomatic.com. E- easy enough, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I but I've already like I know submitted, you you submitted it to it. iTunes yeah. and every everything so it just needs to be approved. And I'm trying to keep it pretty clean. On the show, I feel like well that helps you. I feel like get picked up, and if probably for sponsorships as well, mm-hmm. it, can't, it can't hurt. I mean, every once in a while, I'll, I'll you know drop a. I mean, if Janet Jackson wants something. to come on, yeah. we'll show it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I uh, yeah, and maybe afterwards, you know, we can talk about a few other things because I you know yeah, I'm excited. You know what? I would love to get Tuttle on. We have a Patreon where we talk much more real than we talk here. Oh, um, like more in depth. Yeah, yeah we yeah, could yeah, definitely yeah. we could talk a lot if you if you'd be willing another another yeah, yeah. time. I'm man, down, we'd love I'm to get you on a Patreon show, man. For everything, cool. You know, I'm I'm doing a lot of these podcasts because the way that I look at it is, if I just pick up five new people from every one I do, it's well worth the time. No, we right get, we get the hustle. That's that's kind of what we do as well. We guest on a lot of shows and have other shows on our shows, so it's really cool to have you on so you Thanks. can promote your stuff a bit. Where else can we find all your um, stuff? Well, you can go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle.net. I, yes, I couldn't get the dot com because it was like over ten thousand dollars or a couple it's thousand. Because you worked it up to ten thousand dollars. That's what Tuttle. it is. I can't even have my damn <laughs> that name. Son of a bitch. So <laughs> Tuttle. Net will give you links to everywhere you can find me online because I just I'm pretty much on every social media that you can think of and it would take me forever to mention them all. So just go to Tuttle.net and if you go to TuttleTV.com that'll direct you to all my video content. Well, yeah, when I was trying to do some research, I literally just Googled Tuttle and you popped right up and you were like the first like f- pages of, of just all your stuff. It's uh yeah, it's been much fam- more famous than that old producer that you're named after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> much more famous than the guy actually named Tuttle. Well, he spells this T-U-T-T-L-E. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but I was fortunate enough, I got in on pretty much all the social media right when it came out, and I was able to get, like, Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. So pretty much Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the big ones are Tuttle. Like, I, I slept on TikTok, even though oh, I, I yeah. fucking hate it, but I got on TikTok. And no, I had I'm to not go, a fan either. I'm not on it either, on but radio. I feel like you kind of got to. I don't know. People are going there. Oh, you kind of have to. It's a thing, to. right? Yeah. yeah you kind of have to. Me and John are going to talk about having to get on yeah. that. But I, I <laughs> we need that 16-year-old crowd. Oh, you yeah. Know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not much into motivational speakers. I, I, I watch a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk stuff. Uh, Gary V, have you guys ever heard of him? Oh, I, he the, the, he's kind of motivational for but the he most does, part. But he, but he gives you he gives you tips on social media stuff. Okay. Yeah. And he has all these like tips of being able to post at least 35 pieces of content in a day and he, t- he breaks it down how you can get 12 pieces of content out of just one piece of content and it's, it's yeah. pretty amazing he does a lot of like social it. media you experiments like with all the different uh, different sources well like for example TikTok, you can take Facebook. you can take 
a podcast. He does a daily podcast. You can take that 30 minutes, break it down into like pick out some of the highlights and clips. You could post that on Instagram, post it on TikTok. Okay. Then you could take screenshots from that that video and then put some of the text from the speech on it and you could post that on on Twitter and Instagram oh and God. all that, the other well, pages. That's the promotion approach that works, you know. Okay. That's that's the that's I mean if you have the time and that's you know, what I'm saying. I feel like that's a full doing. time job at that point. I would love to get there, but that's that's a building process. Well yeah, I mean and you guys are pretty tech savvy, both of you is like for your age, but there's been there's been four <laughs> well, no, like no, how he no, throws no, that in for on. your age. Fuck Hold off. On. No, but there's been You know a lot you know a lot about <laughs> old bands for your age, young guy. Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you. See that's a compliment. Bet you don't know how to write though you piece yeah. of shit. I mean, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen I've seen forty year olds stare at their phone and struggle though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And they they don't know how to work it for shit, or they have the old fat fingers and they're just they're getting confused. You're as old as you feel. I think Tuttle would agree. Listen, with that. I I don't particularly like being on social media, but I have to be in the 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 work that I've chosen to do. Yep, so yep. it's kind of like. But the people that don't have to be on there that just are so obsessed with getting out there and getting followers, or and, yeah, or just looking at other people's stuff, yeah. Like so, so it know. it uh it's it sucks, but it's just something you got to do. It's a necessary monster. Yeah. Well, man, I mean, we've interviewed some fantastic people, but this yeah. is one of this was one of my favorite this interviews. This was a really good one. Thanks for having us I, out. I, I was hoping for more. Like I thought you guys were gonna like really bring it. I was, well, we that's oh, wow. what, that's why we well, were like, will, will you come back for a Patreon? Yeah, because yeah. There's yeah. stuff I want to share, but I don't know if I feel comfortable doing it. Where, yeah, like, John doesn't want ten people it. to hear it. He wants five people to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just not comfortable. Like, he doesn't like it. you, other five listeners. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, no, with this to remain nameless. This was one of my favorite uh, interviews. Yeah, that we've but done. I really do want to do another one with Tuttle and kind of get down more to the nitty gritty. Yeah. Now that yeah. I know he was expecting that, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. brought softballs. Good. No, it's probably because how you played slow pitch in That's high school, so- <laughs> John. You <laughs> fucking bitch. That's the. This is the way I prefer it. That, I, I enjoy That's it cool this way. Though. I and, like it. But yeah, no, I'm. I'm just kind of screwing with you. I mean, there were great questions. I just. You know, I've done a lot of podcasts, and I'm just like, man, I want a question that I've never heard before. Damn I, it. I want, All right, well, okay. we got to pull oh. deep next time. Man. Oh, yeah, this bonus right. show. Is, we, got, we, we whitewashed. Next time we'll blackwash. Wait, no, is that no. a thing? Let's not say that. No, mm. I'm just, I'm just saying. I no, I, I'm not, I'm not saying you guys. You guys did a great job. Thanks, man. It's just, you know, I'm, I don't know. I, okay, I like being kind of challenged. Uh, I, absolutely, yeah, I, can I can understand that. that, especially for doing it for so long. Step your game like, up next time, John. will challenge this man. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, to Tuttle, a duel. Tuttle, thanks for having us in your abode. Yeah, we're chat. gonna go film you trying to throw a cast. Yeah, absolutely. I'm ready for you it. You can dude. go live on your on your live and do some of your social media. Hell yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> and uh, and I hope everybody enjoys. Enjoyed our chat with Tuttle. All right, so that's our conversation with Tuttle. What a great guy! Yeah, and uh, whatever music that we decide to put in at the end of that. Uh, I, I I know we played Puddle of Mud because of Tuttle of Mud. Puddle <laughs> <laughs> of Mud. But that was before the interview. Now we'll play. Yeah, the post interview we'll play something that rhymes with Puddle. <laughs> yeah. No way. We okay. get a puddle joke. Now we'll do a cuddle joke. I don't know. No. We got nothing. How many tuttles? Oh god. Damn. Would a tuddle puddle jump if a tuddle, tuddle could, could puddle, puddle jump? Could puddle could jump. jump puddles? Let's <laughs> get out of here. No, I mean it was a yeah, and it was a great conversation with them, and I hope everybody did enjoy it. You yep. know, to some level. Absolutely. Uh, if you guys want more, you know, on his story, honestly, he gets real as fuck with it. Uh, you can check out his daily podcast at tuttle.podomatic.com. Uh, if you just Google Tuttle, 
everything on there pops up. He's got a he's got a, a very active YouTube page that he's pushing. Uh, you know, check him out on all sources. He's it's always a, posting something. It's called the da- the the Tuttle Daily podcast. Yeah, it just says yeah. the Tuttle podcast on the page right now. Yeah, uh, it's whatever. Yeah, but it's I mean, a nice little thirty minute. And he just gives you insight to what, as to what he's doing. Some more stuff we're gonna get deeper on on the next uh, on the Patreon interview with him. I'll tell you that we're gonna talk about depression, suicide drugs both legal you know but pharmaceutical and otherwise yeah i mean and we kind of touched drinking we touched on his alcoholism a little bit yeah touch on his dating life which he gets real in depth with on his podcast yeah yeah and we'll just get we'll get deep with it yeah i mean and deep with and i think he slipped it in there when we were talking to him did you feel that too there was just a little bit where he was he behind you he said something about his first divorce or something and oh, did he say that? It He's only be been divorced once. Only the once, yeah. right? Okay. I didn't know if it, maybe it was multiple maybe times. Maybe there's more we don't know about. Mm. We'll find out next time. We're going to dig. Another hard-hitting, getting deep with Tuds. Yeah, that's uh, that's on patreon.com slash FTI. And uh, yeah, and Podomatic, which I didn't even know was like a platform right? know, or like a hosting. I always want to, I can't remember the name of it ever. Podio, Podmatio, Podmat, Pod, Pod, I forgot already, Podomatic. <laughs> Tuttle.podomatic.com. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, I didn't even know that that was a thing or as a way to, you know, promote podcasts. Like, well, you, you know, you know, usually like it's a hosting main... service. Yeah. Well, so, and that's where he hosted through. But uh, you can find Tuttle at, again, Tuttle.podomatic.com. Where can you find us, John Hannon? Uh, Facebook or Instagram dot com slash funny to informing. Um, and the Instagram kind of has the photos, and then the uh f- like Facebook page and uh, our group is what the group page, the funny informatives group page. Yeah, FTI funny informatives. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. I almost forgot for a second. That's a good one. Yeah, we have a lot of interaction in there. We get some uh, listener stories sometimes. Uh, we you know we tease like some of our interviews stuff like that. Uh, that's where you can go and interact with the other listeners. Yeah, and it's a uh, yeah, it's always a great time, and everybody's pretty uh, pretty good with each other there. Hell, but, shoot us an email, funny to inform at gmail dot com. Yeah, and uh, that's 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 just about it. We hope you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. And you can laugh with us or at us; it doesn't matter. And Coleman, tip your Tuttle Cuddlers. <laughs>